Wake up, wake up, rethink the status quo. When you get your money right, then you're the one who runs your life. Come build a wealthy spirit with Sammy and Michelle. 99% of people are doing parties wrong. That's 100% true, Michelle. In fact, even Sammy and I were doing parties wrong. We were wasting a lot of time having superficial interactions. Our gatherings were lacking something. And we thought this is just how meeting people goes. It's a crapshoot. Then we discovered how having a clear purpose for our gatherings can make an event go from dull and unmemorable to something that leaves people inspired, thinking, dang it, dang it. This was a good party. I want to move to Charleston to be near all these people. Our end goal. Let's get into it. But first, I want to talk about our partner for this episode, Riverside. And like us and our relationship with Riverside, we have been growing and evolving over the past few years. Riverside at its core is this magical tool for people who are interested in recording podcasts, video interviews. It gives us the opportunity to record video between each other, have cool guests on our podcast from anywhere, and know that it's reliable. It's funny, Sammy, I always hear people with older podcasts talk about how they're so worried about the reliability of their connection. And tools like Riverside make that something that I feel like I don't even have to think about. And the cool thing is, Riverside has only been adding other awesome functionalities to their tool belt. AI transcription, hello, life changer, the ability to make clips that you can easily share on social media platforms, excellent. All things that will help you get started with that podcast that you've been dreaming about launching. Yes, we know that you have had an idea Maybe you want to make video. Maybe you want to make a podcast. Maybe you want to go and speak your truth. Riverside makes that easy. Use the link in our show notes to get started today. Now back to today's topic. Creating a purpose for your party or gathering. Sammy, I am so excited about this topic because here's the thing. Sammy and I, we've been enjoying hosting events, meeting new people, hosting gatherings. So through many recommendations, we picked up Priya Parker's The Art of Gathering. Something simple but powerful she speaks about is making sure you have a purpose. And we're going to dig into that today because it blew my mind. I was not expecting to have so many insights. I was pulling up my notes pad. I was writing things down. I was so excited. And I said to Sammy, this is something we need to talk about. We have to start with what is purpose. And there are many parts to what purpose is that we will dive into. But the reason it's important, because maybe you have gone to an event, you've met some people. Sammy and I did this recently. We went to an event. It had sort of a general theme. It did not have a host. It had a substitute host, so somebody that wasn't particularly aggressive, didn't really welcome us when we came in, offered us some wine, and then we were sort of just floating around. 
And to be honest, something we realized afterwards is that there was no purpose. We did not know why we had all gathered together there. The party was actually for Thanksgiving. So you might say, well, it was a Thanksgiving party. And that would be, that would be incorrect. Korea specifically states that the category of party is not the purpose of the party. For example, we're gathering there. It's a Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving. Maybe then the purpose of the party is to learn about new people and express gratitude for the humans around you. Yes, category is Thanksgiving or Friendsgiving. But purpose would be getting humans together to express things. She would probably say that's still too general, but it's a starting point. The purpose is the goal of the party. It's what we want everybody to get out of the party. And if the goal is to connect with new people around you and express gratitude, then maybe putting in icebreakers or cards to help facilitate this helps get deeper into the purpose of the party. Knowing the purpose helps you know all the other aspects of the party. Exactly, Sammy. So if you're hosting a birthday party category, think to yourself, what do I really want to do here? What is the reason I want to bring these people together? Maybe it's, I just want my friends to all be in the same room and get along. Maybe it's, I want people to celebrate me. Mm-hmm. It's my day. And I want to throw a party in celebration of my beautiful life. Maybe it's, I want people to care more about dogs. And you hold it at an adoption center. See how the different purposes actually change the same category of event? And while we're talking about the purpose not being a category, the purpose is also not the agenda. What does that mean? For example, maybe you're getting all your friends together to go over each other's budgets. The purpose is not going over budgets. That's not the purpose. It may sound like the purpose. You guys are getting together. You're going over the budgets. That's actually the agenda. What's the real goal? To help each other meet each other's spending goals? To learn about where you're spending in areas where you don't want to spend? To help each other reach financial independence so that one day you can all retire together and take vacations to the south of France? Great point, Michelle. That higher purpose is what allows that meeting to have more value. It's not just a budget meeting. It's a meeting about freedom and liberation and leisure time with your friends. Sammy, when you talk about the agenda not being the purpose, this makes me think about why office meetings are the most dull Mm -hmm. so often. So true. For me, when I was in sales, we would have these meetings where each of us go through our, what we'd call QBRs, quarterly business review. And to be honest, I don't know why all of us had to be there to listen to each other's plans for the meetings. It was pretty boring. It was extremely nerve wracking because they would like grill you. But there was never a clear purpose. But if they said, we are gathering to go over every single person's quarterly business review so that we can learn from one another, support one another, and keep an eye out for opportunities that might help each of us grow and hit our quotas, that might actually help a little bit. It's like, okay, we got a purpose here, okay? It's not the agenda. We're just going to go through Matt and John's and Michelle's quarterly business reviews because that's a snore fest. Exactly, Michelle. And that's how purpose can change the gathering. Purpose can change the meeting. Purpose can change the party. Something you'll notice too is Sammy and I are not only saying what it's not, not a category, not an agenda. 
but we are also increasing the specificity specificity of each event girl <laughs> the purpose of this podcast is not for you to correct my pronunciation let me tell you that oh we already know keeping up with the donuses okay 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 roll it back roll it back <laughs> A key aspect of finding a purpose for your gathering that Priya talks about is being specific. And I love what she says. The more specific, the more thrilling the event. You know, here in Charleston, there's a lot of groups that are like people in their 20s in Charleston, people in their 30s in Charleston, women in their 30s in Charleston. And they have events like introductions or mixers. A mixer for women in their 30s. It sounds like it's specific, but it's actually super not specific. And we do notice that a lot of these more general events that we attend, it can be harder at these events to actually get to bond with people because everybody there is there for such a general reason, such a broad reason. Not just us, Sammy. Priya said that she spoke to the founders of Meetup, and they actually found that the events that get super, super specific are the ones that are more likely to survive. Okay, sure. Women in their 20s and 30s. First off, very big group of people. But at least it's, you know, if you're 10 or 44, I guess you can't join. But what if we dived in a little bit deeper? What would that tell us about the purpose? What would that help us achieve? You know, the thing is, Michelle, a lot of these meetings are at cute, Instagrammable places. They are at a rooftop. They're beautiful. And... The thing is, people go there and a lot of people are taking photos and they have like photo ops and it's like, wait, why are we here? Yeah, you might want to take a photo and I might want to meet new people. And we might be like, Ugh, people here are so shallow. They're just taking photos. But what if, I don't know, hear me out. There was a meetup group specifically for women in their 30s, single women in their 30s, who want to go to Instagrammable places in Charleston to get amazing photos for their Hinge profiles. Mm -hmm. That changes everything because everybody who goes there knows that one, they want to look cute because they're trying to get a good photo. Okay, let me tell you, dress code, very important. Yes. So that's mm -hmm. super helpful. I don't want to look like a slob kebab and then realize we're at the cutest place in town. Right? Like imagine if I come in like a frump master and I see that there's a bunch of 20 year olds taking Instagram photos. No. Yeah. If I see 20 year olds, I want to make sure I'm getting them to take a couple photos of me because <laughs> they know thing about angles and details on my phone that I do not know. Yes. And then, you know, people are going to dress nice. Some people are going to bring in tripods or selfie sticks. People are going to bring in props. Nobody's going to be annoyed that everybody's taking photos because that was the whole point. Nobody's going to be like, these people are shallow. No, that was the name of the event. If you thought that was shallow, you should have definitely not come <laughs> to this event. <laughs> the shallowness is not what? the problem. It, the problem is when people are going to meet people and they want to have a deep connection and then everybody there is taking Instagram photos. That's not what people were looking for. Amen. And if you're trying to get a cute photo and someone's trying to have a conversation with you and you're like, hello, it's golden hour. <laughs> it's golden hour. Okay, I need to take a picture. And I feel awkward asking you because I think you might judge me. Honestly, I might just start that event myself. I 100% think it would do well because there are so many cute Instagramable places here in Charleston. It's the girliest city. There is like literally a high tea place that is all pink we want to go we want to go see we want to go we want to go we're not anti that kind of stuff you know it's just that oh no we're super pro sometimes when they say that we're going to meet friends and then we go somewhere and we're taking pictures that's not what we wanted if i didn't know we were going to take pictures and i look ugly i'm going to be upset the whole time mm -hmm. imagine i came with my glasses <laughs> imagine <laughs> i didn't know 
<laughs> but that's what this is about. <laughs> exactly. It's specific. It tells you you should be at this event or you should not be at this event. And it's okay if you're not supposed to be there. Priya talks so much about how it's okay for people to be excluded. In fact, some people should be excluded mm -hmm. because an event for everybody is an event for nobody. Amen. Priya Parker. And you know who does a really, really, really good job creating a very specific focus for their events? Our own friends, Harris and Paul. Harris, former guest on this podcast, they host a meetup called Deep Talk. First of all, right in the name, right in the name, Deep Talk, period. If you don't want to talk deeply, this is not the place for you. If you're looking for small talk with multiple people and you don't want to get too vulnerable, this is not your meetup. You already know that from the get. Mm -hmm. People be getting deep here. Mm -hmm. And Harrison Paul helped maintain that because as soon as you sign up for the meetup, first thing they ask you is a question, a random question where they're looking for a fun answer. If you can't play along with that game, guess what? You're not added to the group. Exactly. Because you're not flexible enough. You can't be deep. You don't want to get vulnerable. You don't want to show a little bit of yourself. Forget you. Yeah. And the reason they do these things is because they have a purpose. If I was to take a stab at what that purpose is, it's to create a safe space for people to have intimate conversations deeper than your average social gathering where they will be prompted and encouraged to speak on topics that may be a little bit off the wall. And the thing about Harrison Paul is they do a lot of stuff to ensure that that is the purpose of the meeting. They limit the number of attendees, including us. We love to go to Deep Talk, but we know if we don't sign up in time, we're going to be cut because there's mm -hmm. only a certain number of people that can be there because that fosters the intimacy of the group. Yeah. Despite the fact that we are friends with them, we will also get waitlisted because back to this idea of how your purpose shapes every decision, they only want about 12 to 13 people there. If there's 30 people there, we can't all gather around a table. Not everyone is going to get a chance to speak. It doesn't really foster a sense of security because you can't really know for sure whether or not 30 people are going to be a safe space to talk. So they are able to curate how we sit, how we appear, how many people come to the event based off of the bigger purpose. Exactly. And at their event, everybody sits around a nice big table in a cozy room, which also helps foster communication. It's not like half the people are on one side of the room, half the people are on the other side of the room. In fact, prior to them hosting the meetup, it used to be like that. But then they changed it so that it's a more localized area where everybody is sitting so that everybody can connect more deeply. Exactly. And Sammy, we do have to talk about one part of Priya Parker's formula for figuring out the purpose of your event that I know you're not a huge fan of. Mm. And that is, it should be disputable. Look at the word. It's like, how can I not have a problem with that? Disputable means people can disagree with it. People can argue with it. People can say, hey, I don't know if I feel the same way. Disputable. Spiky. I see where she's coming from with the disputable. Because she is saying that if it is a type of party where nobody's going to have an issue with it, probably it is too broad, it's including too much, and it's not going to be very exciting. Exactly. Back to our example of the 20s and 30s groups. Okay, yeah, it's a little disputable because if you're not in that age range, you could be like, hey, why don't we include people in these other age ranges? And I'm sure there's people who are like, I just turned 40. How come I can't be in it? Or I'm 
19, but I'm very mature. Oh, I'm sure. Disputable. And you know what? I'd be curious to know how the event holders hold those boundaries. Probably difficult because it's a pretty big group. (laughs) But also because it's a big group, you go somewhere, you want to meet people in their 20s and 30s. If I go to an event and I'm like, I want to meet people in their 20s and 30s and I meet somebody who's 19, (laughs) I'm going to be like, okay. I wasn't expecting to speak to someone who's entering the next stage of their life that honestly, I sort of lived through that. I wanted somebody to maybe give me guidance or to commiserate. I didn't want to mentor somebody. That might be true in a different situation, but that's not why I came to this event. And so a meeting for people in their 20s and 30s may be somewhat disputable, but honestly, it's not disputable enough. It would be better if it was even more specific because that will usually bring people who have even more in common together and build deeper connection. Let me tell you what is disputable. Single women in their 30s getting together to visit Instagrammable places to take photos for their Hinge profile. Let me tell you something. People are not going to like that. It's like every line has a dispute. (laughs) 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 But this is my thing with it. I do understand where she's coming from. Disputable probably means better party because it's going to be even more on point. The only thing is I feel like aiming for it to be disputable, it almost seems like you're trying to cause an argument. My cutie is a pacifier. She wants peace in the world. Is it a crime? It's not a crime, but it's not thrilling, to quote Priya Parker. And having a clear purpose is what leads to those thrilling parties. Takeaways. Takeaways for this episode. The big thing is have a purpose. Sit down. If you are going to have an event, honestly, if you are going to attend an event, Mm -hmm. whether it's on Zoom, whether it's in your friend's home, whether it's in court, whether it's just you and a few friends, whether it's you and your homies, okay? What is the purpose of this gathering? Mm -hmm. It is so helpful to have a clear purpose. And you do that by, first off, making sure it's not just a category. This isn't hang out with my homies. This is an opportunity to get to know my friends that I have known for years on a deeper level, specifically focusing on our interests in Dungeons and Dragons. Two, it's also not an agenda. The purpose is not a list of things that's going to happen. What is a purpose? It's specific. It's the reason you are getting together. And you know what? Start broad if you need to. The purpose of me and Sammy meeting today right now is so that we can record our podcast. That's kind of the agenda. That is the agenda. Good point. Good one. Good example. (laughs) Caught myself. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the purpose of this podcast is to share what we learned reading Priya Parker's book from The Art of Gathering. Deeper. Specifically around purpose. Even deeper. The purpose of our meeting today is so that we can connect with the people who listen to this podcast and are interested in fostering community within their own regions so that they can go deep, throw parties with a purpose, and achieve their goals that they have been striving for their entire lives. Amen. We gathered here so we could tell you about what we learned about how to have a really, really specific purpose for your party, because we have found that has transformed our own parties. Yes. And there's so many benefits to having a purpose. It tells you how to act at the gathering, what to wear. Do I need to dress up because this is an Instagrammable event? Mm. Do I need to read something ahead of time? Do I need to make sure that I'm going and listening to people because I want to foster relationships? Mm -hmm. Having a purpose tells you everything from the size of your room, the number of people you invite, even whether or not you should serve your dishes, paper or porcelain. And it tells you who's invited slash who's not invited, who is not part of this gathering. 
It may seem cruel, but exclusion actually allows for deeper connection and more thrill in the party as well. You know something I was thinking about, Sammy? I think it's super helpful to think about what the purpose is of your own event. I also find that now I'm thinking about the purpose for every event that I attend. Mm. What is my purpose for being there? Yeah, what is it? I think, you know, we go to so many events together, but we have different purposes sometimes. I feel like maybe we should share our purpose with each other before we go. We might go to Deep Talk and I might say, hey, my purpose is to deepen the relationships with the people I know. And your purpose might be similar or different. It could be to meet new people and learn more about those new people. Maybe your purpose is to eat free food. In which case, I would be like, hey, Sammy, how about you have a second helping of the mashed potatoes? <laughs> we could really support each other in our journeys. And thinking about my purpose when I attend events makes me also appreciate that usually I am trying to get to know people deeply. And sometimes I do find that I'll have a superficial conversation with someone at a party because I'm not prepared to ask questions that would dig deeper. So if I'm trying to form deep connections and deep relationships, then maybe attending a party with some deep questions in my back pocket would help me achieve my purpose for that party. I'm going to open more conversations with, do you think we're living in a simulation? And that's great for you because you're kind of <laughs> conspiratorial. For me, I find that question a bit, mm, you know, it's okay. It's okay, but who cares? Who cares <laughs> if we're living in a simulation or not a simulation? Either way, we're doing the same thing. And you know what? That would tell me a lot about Sammy. It would probably <laughs> tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> Community time! Before we say goodbye, it's our community time! And we have so many shoutouts. First, Kevin had a comment on Michelle's comment about Venn diagrams being erotic. He said that if she's finding Venn diagrams erotic, that might be a sign to increase her dating bounty. Kevin, I just want you to know that sometimes having a specific interest... <laughs> <laughs> the bounty is completely <laughs> off right now. That's, maybe that's what's really going on. Maybe I am trying to attract more people who think a Venn diagram is sexy. Like my Sam right here. <laughs> I did not say Venn diagram sexy. I said Venn diagrams are great and very functional. Sexy is not what I would say about a Venn diagram. Wow. <laughs> Tells me a lot about you. <laughs> but you could find a gathering with a very specific purpose of finding Venn Diagram sexy, and I think you would meet your people. I think if I had a meetup, Venn Diagrams are sexy, <laughs> I would get not a large population, but a very specific population that I would enjoy spending time with. That population would think that you're not rotund enough. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our mom. She says, they're back, baby. Natalie commented on our Build the Wealthy Spirit page. BuildTheWealthySpirit.com if you are looking to interact with other members of the community, that is the place to go. Natalie said, listening to your podcast was like hearing someone read off notes I should have been taking during our awesome campfire experience a couple of weeks ago. Grateful for you two and the positive messages you are spreading about our community. And thanks for the shout out. That was a nice surprise. Did I mention I blushed at hearing my name, even though I was in the car by myself at the time? Love your podcast. Thank you, Natalie. Double shout out because you commented on our page. I love that you were blushing in your car too. That's when I hear myself, if I get a shout out on a podcast, I am the exact same way. You just have this moment where you're like, oh my gosh. And you're alone because you're listening to a podcast likely by yourself. At least that's how I do it. And it's super exciting. And I'm happy that 
You shared that moment with us, Natalie. Not going to lie. I sometimes blush listening to our own podcast in the car by myself. And I'm like, I already know what's coming. I edited this thing for hours. But sometimes it catches me by surprise as well. I know those sexy Venn diagrams are making you blush. Definitely, I'm laughing to myself listening to my own podcast. That is pretty sad. Sad, but if you think you're funny, honestly, you should just create a podcast so you can laugh with yourself all the time. <laughs> Shout out to some of my friends on Twitter. Alani shared a screenshot. We're his top three podcasts. It's Joe Rogan than us. Which Joe Rogan has the most popular podcast of all time. So I feel like that makes us number two. That's a pretty big... Need we say more? We won't, legally. Jeremy Jin, Papa J. He actually tweeted something about love languages. This really cute story about how his wife shared on Facebook that she appreciated that he had like started her car when it was cold, did these like acts of services for her, which is her love language. And then she gave him a shout out and words of affirmation is his love language. And I commented, I said, I love to see this in action. And he actually said he loved our most recent love languages episode. He's been listening to the podcast. So shout out Jeremy. I love that. That is so cute. I know, super cute. It, it inspires me. You know, it's like... It inspires me to inspire you to make a tweet about how I meet your love languages. I thought your love languages was gifts. No, me meeting yours. Yeah, but yours is gifts. Mine is words of affirmation. Mine, second one is words of affirmation. Okay, well now all of a sudden it's everything. How about I give you a gift telling you how much I appreciate you? That works. That works better. I'm not going to lie. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Buildawealthyspirit.com. Purpose. Have you thrown a gathering recently and you had a specific purpose in mind? Or looking back, do you have a purpose that you would now attribute to it? Or are you throwing a gathering and you want to put a purpose? Buildawealthyspirit.com. We want to hear about it. And most importantly... Be sure to join us next time as we put down the rule book and we rethink the status quo. Mm-hmm.